0: Hello valued listener, welcome to another episode of Storytime with Dave and I am your host Dave. Thanks for joining, thanks for joining us. I'm really glad that you're here. We've got a lot to talk about. I have not done an episode in probably two weeks, that's always how it is though, you know, you know how it is and there's so much going on these days and it's hard to keep up. So what's going on now? Let's begin with Asians. I think that's a good place to start because stuff is going on with Asians and Pacific Islanders. Apparently, there is an increase in hate crimes perpetrated against the Asian community. But I'm here to debunk that. Or am I? I don't know. I'm here to conjecture. I'm here to spread misinformation. You know, I got shadow banned from Instagram. They actually lifted it, but they were sending a message. They said, stop sharing like true information about COVID and vaccines. They said, you better not. You better not. You know what I shared? A meme. I shared a meme. Maybe you've seen it. There's two Amish guys and they're not wearing masks and they're talking to a woman A white woman who is wearing a mask. Come to think of it, have you seen any white women not wearing masks? They seem to be at 100% masking. It's ridiculous. And there's so many white women and they're all wearing masks. So why do the numbers keep going up? It's almost like masks don't work. But you can't say that. You'll get shadow banned. In the meme, there's two Amish people and there's one white woman wearing a mask. The Amish people are not. And it's it's like the caption is like the white woman being like, why have you guys not been hit by COVID? And the Amish people are like, oh, we don't watch TV. So it's obviously the meme is trying to say that if you don't watch the news, then you wouldn't even know COVID is, is going on because it's a total hoax, which we've been covering here at Storytime with Dave pretty uh, much since the, since the start of this, you know, we've really been on point with this and I got to give our team kudos here. Obviously our team consists of me and that's it. Um, so, so next thing I know, I share that. And that's next thing I know, someone, someone sends me a screen grab of my story and, and it says it won't let them see it. It just says, this post contains false information. See why. It just has that, it just has that um, tab that says, see why. You can't see the post. They wouldn't let you see the post. They would only let you see why it was false. And apparently, the, the heroes over at PolitiFact and USA Today, the heroic fact checkers, who deserve this vaccine more than anyone else, I say. And, and I, I submit that no one deserves this experimental DNA-altering vaccine more than the fact-checkers. I say that with conviction. I think it should be fact-checkers first, and then nurses, and then old people, and then the rest of us. But it should be fact-checkers first because they are doing God's work. I mean, I'm out here spreading misinforming memes, but the fact checkers are on top of it. And if you click the Why" tab, if you wanted to see why my misinformation was so misinformed, it was that, in fact, the Amish community has actually been infected by COVID or affected by COVID. See, Dave? Why would you think that that, was, that meme was true, Dave? Why are you misinforming your audience of 860 followers? This is dangerous, Dave. You're very influential, Dave. You can't be spreading misinformation to your 860 followers. God knows what would happen next. Chaos. So, obviously, I realize the error of my ways I flogged myself and uh i repented i asked for forgiveness from the fact checkers i sent a message over to snopes i said hey look i i said my uh you know i said my piece i flogged myself i showed them the scars on my back my back was all bloody i said is this better i said obviously the amish have been impacted by COVID." i promise i'll never say otherwise again and uh you know snopes Snopes said, uh, dog, we don't fact check over here. what are you talking about you've got the wrong you've got the wrong organization, they said, we don't do fact checking. We're strictly partisan. I said, Oh my God, how could I have not seen that? I needed that confirmed by Snopes that they weren't fact checkers. So next thing I know, you know generally speaking, not to brag, when I post stories on Instagram, they usually get around 200 views, right? Within the 24 hour cycle, you know how stories work. You post a story, it's up for 24 hours and then it goes away. So usually by the time the 24 hours is about up, I can see that the views are about 200. So everything's going along smoothly about 200, about 200, about 200. And then I shared my misinformation about the Amish. And the next thing you know, every subsequent story that I post is getting seven views or four views or two views or no views. Even after 24 hours, it had only gone up to about 20 or 17. And then it comes to my attention. Listen to this. This is crazy. It comes to my attention from several people Because I posted on Facebook, I said, hey guys, just so you know, I think I've been shadow banned. So if you're not seeing my story, just like if I can get any confirmation that you're not able to see my story. And I received confirmation from several people who said that I was muted, but they had not done so. So Instagram took the liberty of muting me without the consent of the people. They just muted me because they wanted to keep everyone safe from my information, which was miss. You would file this information under miss information or disinformation. I don't know, whichever you prefer. So I thought that was crazy. I'm like, why are they worried about me? But it's obviously the algo, you know, it's the algorithm. So they got me, but then they, they seem to have, uh, lifted it because things have gone back to normal, but they, it clearly was just, um, they were sending a message like the, like a mob, like a mob boss. They were like, look, we can take it all away from you. So don't do it again, bitch. And if anything, the lesson that I've learned is that I'm now going to do that more because I thought it was funny and I find it fun to, isn't it crazy? Everything is the opposite. It's like a perpetual opposite day. If you spread lies from the mainstream media about how safe and effective the vaccine is or about how much the covid cases are spiking or about how dangerous the variants are, then you're 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 lauded for that or at least they, they don't bother you. But if you share anything that's actually true, It is blocked for misinformation. You get shadow banned. It's pretty wild, man. But isn't that what we expect at this point? Haven't we been dealing with this for some time now? And it seems to be getting worse. I think it's going. There's got to be a breaking point because they keep doing it. They keep making it worse. And you're sitting there and you're like. Isn't there a breaking point where people are like, fuck that. It's like if they were to go into another lockdown, I don't know if we've become such cucks and pussies that we would really accept that again. Because they're starting to do this in European countries. They're having new lockdowns in like France. And there's like a curfew in the Netherlands or something. I don't know if it's the Netherlands. They got a curfew somewhere, 10 o'clock, because... As we know, it's uh as they say on the No Agenda podcast, it's nocturnal. It's a nocturnal virus and only comes out at night. So, good thing they've got that curfew going. And then they got their little internment camps in Canada. That's completely real. You can look into it. But you don't apparently here's the deal. It's really fuzzy on the law up there in Canada. I don't know if you've heard about Canada. I think I've discussed it here before that if you're flying into Canada, before you board the plane to Canada, you have to take a PCR test. And when you land, you have to take a PCR test. Now, as we know, the PCR test is a bunch of bullshit. The guy who invented the PCR test said, do not use this to diagnose illnesses. Do not use this to diagnose illnesses. That's not what it was made for. So obviously, the CDC and the WHO said, we're going to use these to diagnose illnesses because they don't give a fuck. And, and, and it's so funny. I find it so funny that you tell people that, the bots. Like, when you tell a bot that the guy who invented the PCR test said not to use it for diagnostic purposes, they go, oh, well, what did he know? Sure, he knew enough to invent it. But what did he really know about how it works? Anthony Fauci knows how it works. Anthony Fauci knows how it works. Why can't you just listen to Anthony Fauci? Why can't you just listen to white? Why are you listening to the guy who invented the PCR? It just It's me so mad. The bots get really upset when you bring certain things up things like that they get really worked up and they're very sensitive and you need to be careful and you need to tread lightly because they'll shadow ban you so everything's the opposite you know you can't you've got to be sarcastic at the very least you might be able to get away with it with some sarcasm just dripping in sarcasm clear sarcasm otherwise i don't know how you get away with it but We'll come back to that. We'll come back to COVID. Right now, I want to talk about Asians. So the Stop Asian Hate thing, is it's, it's really kind of ridiculous, and it's obviously not a real thing. And I'm not saying that Asians aren't being attacked. Let me explain. What's going on right now with the Stop Asian Hate campaign? Well, people are citing certain statistics. Most of the increases in violence against Asians have taken place in two cities, Los Angeles and New York City, both controlled by Democrats, but that's neither here nor there. Seems like in the Republican states, full of hatred and racism, they don't seem to really be bothering Asians very much. But in the open-minded, woke utopias of New York City and Los Angeles, Asians seem to be getting the worst of it. But that's just the perception, because the truth of it is that everyone's getting the worst of it. You see, what I've realized is that, oh, well, here's one of my favorite statistics. They go in New York City, Asian hate crimes are up 1900 percent. Have you seen that one? Asian crimes against Asians are up 1,900%. Hate crimes against Asians are up 1,900%. It's obscene and unbelievable. Well, here's the thing. I'm taking a sip of water. And here's the other thing. In 2019, there was one hate crime against an Asian person in in 2019 in New York City. In 2020, there were 20 hate crimes against Asians. Now, is that a big increase? Yes. Is it still 20 people? Yes. Both of those things are true. But here's the other thing that no one seems to mention. They were mentioning it and now they don't mention it because it totally blows up the narrative. The fact of the matter is, don't you love that phrase? The fact of the matter is crime in general is up in New York City and Los Angeles Crime in New York City is at a, is, is, has skyrocketed, okay? I mean, it's not as though there's violence all over the place, but it's coming from a time where there was a very low amount of violent crime to a time where now there's a major uptick in crime if you compare it to the trend going into 2020. You see what I'm saying? Going into 2020 it was low and dropping consistently since like the 90s violent crime going down, 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 down in New York city, but then violent crime goes up in 2020. Okay. So it's not that it's Asian hate. It's that it's everyone hate. It's just violence being perpetrated against a lot of people. Okay. So there's just more instances of violence. So is, is crime against, is crime against directed against Asians going up? Yes. Because Asians are people. And crime is going up directed against all types of people black people, white people, Asian people. Crime's just going up in New York City. It went up in 2020. So obviously, that would lead you to believe that wait a second, this isn't an epidemic of violence against Asians. This is just an epidemic of violence. This is well. I don't know if you call it an epidemic, but you know what I'm saying? It's just an increase in violence. It's just an increase in violent crime. Whether it's gone up more with Asians than any other group. Well, percentage wise, you would have to say it's likely given that in 2019, there was only one hate crime against an Asian person in New York City. And that was it. But I also... This is the whitest thing ever. This whole stop Asian hate thing is the whitest thing ever. When you consider the fact that they didn't fix the black problem, you know, like black people have been getting fucked over forever. And then in 2020, I guess, well, whatever 2019. I mean, I had started before that, but the black lives matter thing was in full swing in 2020 and 2019, really during Trump's presidency. Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And then what happens? Nothing. It didn't work. It didn't fix anything. So what do the whites do? They go, "Well, we've done our job here. We're moving on to Asians, folks." And the black people are standing there like, "What are you talking about? Why are you moving? But you didn't you didn't do any you didn't do anything." What about are you just going to do nothing for the Asians now? That's what whites are going to do. Whites are like, don't worry. We care about black lives. Let's make a change. And then they do nothing. And then they go, all right, we done good, boys. Now let's move on to the next problem. And black people are like, you didn't do anything, bro. Are you going to that? Was that the plan? Was the plan that just not help us? And then to move on and not help someone else. <laughs> I don't even get it. It's like, you know, and then Biden's like, we're going to make some changes to address. I don't know. I can't do a Biden impression. We're, we're going to make some changes uh, to address uh, the, the black, black people in America. Uh, the, 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 the Asians. Uh, the, 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 the Asians got to stop hate. No we know we got to stop hating the asians we've got to stop hating asian not well i don't hate A- no well you i'm not saying well no i'm but i'm not saying that you hate A- well, it well but people well well, people, uh, people, uh, and it's, and, well you come on man is that a good Biden impression? I, I can't do the voice well, but I think the stammering, I'm on point with it. Am I at least on point with the stammering? I know I can't do the voice well. I'm not claiming otherwise. So Biden's like going to make a committee. I don't know. <laughs> Can you believe the world? That's what white people do. I mean, I don't, it's just what people do. Biden's got like a very diverse cabinet, so you can't even just put it on white people. This is what elites do. They just go, what? What did you say? Asians getting fucked over. Don't worry. We're going to make a committee. Oh, thank goodness. I'm sure all the Asians breathed a sigh of relief when they found out that there would be a committee. That's what this world needs. More committees. More committees. More bureaucracies. Because bureaucracies solve problems that they create. And if bureaucracies weren't creating problems, then who would solve them? Who would solve problems if there were none? That's why we need the government. If there was no government, there would be no problems. And then who would solve the problems if there were none? You see? That's why I'm very pro-government. Because without problems, what do you do? It sounds boring. Sounds boring to me. I took another sip of water because I'm really, I'm really popping off right now. Okay. Um, I don't have much else to say about the Stop Asian Hate thing. I mean, it just like, obviously, it it's a thing they're doing. I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know exactly why they're doing it. I mean... I think um, someone said this, someone I was talking to, I forget who it was, said maybe it's because Asian people are like the holdouts. You've got a couple holdouts as, uh, uh, as far as minority groups are concerned. The media, the mainstream media and the government have sufficiently divided white people and black people. Okay. I mean, obviously you've got. I'm just saying as a generality, you could say with confidence that in the last 10 years, the mainstream media has done a lot to increase the divide and bad feelings between white people and black people. I don't think I'm, uh, I'm crazy for saying that. I think that that's a pretty agreeable statement. Wouldn't you agree? Is that a pretty agreeable statement? That in the last 10 years, they've made it worse. You know, Black Lives Matter. Whether or not it started out as a, as an honest, I think it started out as a pretty honest movement, grassroots. It became co opted, and then it was just used as a tool to bludgeon the American people into hating each other more. And I think they've they've said to themselves, "Well, I think that we've done a pretty good job." And I think uh, they said, "We're just kind of beating a dead horse at this point." Clearly. They've done all they can do in terms of dividing white people, black people. Now they've got to go for the Asians because the Asians, they kind of mind their own business. I think a lot of the time, I think that's part of what makes them successful because they focus on themselves and their families, their education, their livelihoods, their careers. A lot of them are highly trained You see a lot of Asian doctors, for example, and engineers and things of that nature. So I think that they say to themselves, well, now we got to break things up more. It's always divide and conquer. You know, it's always divide and conquer. So they go, we've got to cut the Asians out of this kind of pseudo alliance that they have with the white people. It's not even so much an alliance. It's just that they don't hate each other. It's just that. But I'll say this. A lot of the perpetrators in some of these anti-Asian violent attacks, which I think probably half of them are staged. Obviously, I have nothing to prove that, but come on. If you know what's going on, a lot of these are false flag. But we know that. We know that. I'm preaching the choir here. I know my audience. So a lot of them are probably fake. The ones that are real, you know, they then they, they, they're, they're real. But I think that... Um, From what I've seen, a lot of the perpetrators of these crimes have been white or black. There's been a lot of black people committing these hate crimes against Asians as well. So that confuses me too because I thought that the whole narrative was like white supremacist violence. Domestic white supremacist terrorists are the greatest threat to democracy and to you as an individual. Obviously COVID first, but then if COVID doesn't kill you, it'll be a white person with a gun. And he'll be waving a Confederate flag while he does it. So, so what's been interesting, I'll say, is that I follow some black activists on Twitter. Some of them are like just people who annoy me. And others are people who I really like. And value their opinions, even though we don't necessarily see eye to eye on certain things. But they've got a problem with it, too. It's, it's really interesting. And they've been kind of speaking out on it a lot. And they've been like this. They've been saying a lot, some of these black activists, that this is all bullshit. And that this is a way to make black people look violent. And, uh, you know, I mean, that seems to be the case as well. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, maybe they're trying to make, I don't know, maybe they're just trying to cut out Asians and push them into their own little corner and then put whites in their own little corner and put blacks in their own little corner. So they don't care who hates who, it just has to be hate. So maybe you separate this, uh, camaraderie or this, uh, cooperation between Asians and whites and just push Asians over here and make them their own thing, and then they're afraid, and everyone's out to get them, and then black people, you put them over here, and they're not very happy with the Asians, but they're not very happy with the whites, because the whites are the ones who are pushing the story that they are violent criminals, so I don't know, man, I mean, it's all, like, it's really hard to follow, it's hard to make heads or tails of this stop Asian hate thing, it really is. I don't know what's going on with it, but clearly it's bogus. That's all I know. All I know about the Stop Asian Hate thing is that it's bogus and it's phony baloney nonsense. If I pardon my French, but it's phony baloney nonsense. So I think that's important to remember. But, you know, I might have even brought that up on the last podcast or the one before. It just seemed so odd and so orchestrated. It seems so perfectly orchestrated. It just came out of the blue, and then every news media outlet was running with it. And they don't cover certain things. They only cover things very selectively, as they have for decades now. They're very selective with their coverage. So why? Why do this? And it's like it's like that one it's like that white guy who killed the eight sex workers, six of whom were Asian. I guess they worked at like a rub and tug or something. But that guy was clearly a disturbed incel, you know? It seemed like the case there. They tried to make it a white supremacist thing. He hates the Asians. He went to that massage parlor to kill Asians. But it seemed like he hated I don't know, the fact that he couldn't get pussy, the sexualized society that we live in, you know, it seemed like it was an attack against sex workers, because I even saw a lot of porn stars, like I follow a lot of porn stars on Twitter, because I'm also a depraved individual, and <clears throat> a lot of the porn stars were like, this isn't an Asian thing, first of all, two of the women were white, so six of them were Asian, but two of them were white, so that kind of... That kind of screws up the white supremacist angle. Why would a white supremacist kill white people? And a lot of the uh, the porn stars were like, this is an act of violence against sex workers, which is something that they deal with, especially like prostitutes, you know? So that's what it seemed like, but they, they didn't want to roll with that. They said, no, 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 no. We've got a golden opportunity here. It's not so often that you get eight people killed in a mass shooting. Eight's good, a good number as far as the media is concerned. If it's like, if it's like four, they're like, uh, can you, can you get him to kill another one? Can the, can you ask the police to just release him for a few more hours, just get a couple more bodies, and then you know we'll have a better number to deal with. But. Eight was good enough for them to roll with this white supremacist narrative. And, you know, it just doesn't seem again, it doesn't seem to be the case. So that was a big one in terms of the stop Asian hate. That was a big one. But it appears more to be like stop violence against sex workers. That should have been that would be a more accurate description of what was going on there from what we know based on the information that we have thus far. Okay, so I think that's all I'm going to say on the Asian thing. We'll continue to touch on it as long as they're going to keep talking about it because it doesn't seem like it's going to go away. And, um, you know, Jeremy Lin is still not good at basketball. So I know that he's been a spokesman for the Asian community and good for him, but he's still not good at basketball. Don't let him get the Kaepernick treatment and start demanding the NBA team sign him when he can't really contribute to a team. Thank you. Continuing. All right, let's, let's go to the vaccine and, and back to COVID. Um, the vaccine, obviously, as we know, is very dangerous and you shouldn't get it. Um, I think that it's pretty sad. I mean, both of my parents got both shots already, so it's too late. There's nothing I can do about it. Obviously, I hope that it's it actually turns out to be safe, but based on what I know, it doesn't seem that that's going to be the case. And, you know, it also like there's a lot of sketchy stuff like these play. OK, I'll go over some of the things that I was sharing on my story that I found on Twitter or articles because um, it's weird. It's like places where they're getting the vaccine and then cases spike and they're like, it's because people are wearing the masks these these people, terrorists. They're not wearing the mask. We're getting the vaccine. They keep not wearing the mask, so we keep getting the cases spiking up and and stuff. That's what I'm gonna do now. Like these these people who are so, they're so. It's it's almost like it brings a chill up my spine how retarded these people are. It really does. It's like the people. And obviously, I've brought this up before. It's like when you mention that there are no flu deaths. There were like six flu deaths the whole year. And people go, well, you see, it's because we were wearing masks and we were social distancing. We did so good. And then you go, well, why did so many people die of COVID? And they go, it's because people won't wear the masks and they won't social distance. It's so nice. <laughs> so you go, well... I'm actually, it actually makes me scared that you could be that retarded. It makes me scared, you know? Like, I do comedy with autistic people, and I bring that up to them, and even they're like, well, that, yeah, that does sound a little sketchy. They're like, wait a minute, really? There were no flu deaths? That's weird. I go, see, you're autistic, you know. Can you believe how retarded these people are? And then the autistic guy's like, yeah, they're a bunch of fucking retards. So, you know, you can't believe it, and actually, like, I get shaken up. Like, I actually, like, I get shaken up it really it it doesn't really it like it it used to bother me so much it now it doesn't even bother me like it, like it it really scares me i go wait it, it was, it, i didn't even know cuz you realize how much power the mainstream media has over these people who are so consumed by it and it also makes you realize how willing people are to do things just based on what everyone else is doing. Not doing any research for themselves, but just rolling with the tide because they don't want to be criticized. They don't want to be the one person at dinner like, which kind of vaccine did you get? I got the Moderna. What about you? You hear about Gary? He got the Johnson and Johnson. Can you believe that? What vaccine did you get? What, you didn't get a vaccine? Get him out of here. He didn't get a vaccine. Someone do something. Someone attack him immediately. Attack him and drag him out violently from this restaurant. Remove him from this theater. He is putting us all in danger. He is neither moderna nor pfizer Nor is he even Johnson and johnson This man has not even gotten the AstraZeneca jab. So they're afraid of other people. And because of their fear, this is all fear-based. You're either afraid of coronavirus... Because you don't realize that you can't die from it. I'm talking about people under the age of like 70. You can't die from it if you're under 70. Unless you're like in a horrible condition. If you're very, if you've taken no care of yourself. And I say that as a smoker. I say that as a smoker who already had COVID. And all I got was a 99 degree fever. Okay? So... If, I mean, I don't even know what I had. I think I just had a cold and then I went and got a PCR test and they were like, Oh, look, it's another COVID. It's another confirmed COVID case. Put it on the chart. That's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to give them a Southern accent because they always make fun of Southern people talking about how stupid they are. Not realizing that they're actually more dumb. You see more like, it's like a Christian conservatives have more common sense right now than, you know, coastal elite liberals. There's no one dumber right now than a white coastal liberal. And some of these people in the South, they're like, well, it goes against Jesus. You'd be ruining God's work by taking the mRNA vaccine. And I'm like, dude, you know what? I don't really believe in the religious stuff, but good for you. Good for you not getting this fucking sketchy ass shit. So you know what? It's just, it's just a joke. These people, but it's so, what makes it extra funny is that They really, 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 really know for a fact that they are very smart. These people who live around me here in Hoboken wearing two masks outside. They really think they know something everyone doesn't. And it's just so funny. I was thinking about this, about brainwashing. Because I'll tell people, I won't really tell people they're brainwashed. But I think a lot of people are brainwashed. I mean, it seems pretty clear. And the brainwashing is in full swing. I've never seen it this bad in my life. And I've only really paid attention to it in a serious way since Trump came into office and everyone went a little crazy. And then I started to see things that I hadn't noticed before, and I really like it really exposed the media for me for what they are. And I think that happened with a lot of people. I don't think there's ever been this many people. We're still a small, small minority. There might be 5% of us or 10% of us, but it's a bigger, it's a way bigger problem than they usually have to deal with, you know, and that's why they're cracking down so hard on like Instagram and Facebook and YouTube because they've already got their bases covered on cable. You know, they don't need... <laughs> they don't need any more control over that. They already have full control over that. But, you know, um, whatever. I, I just, I, I never thought I'd see it be this bad, but it just gets worse and worse and worse, and it's not getting better and it's not letting up at all. It's just more and more. So, what I was thinking about the idea of brainwashing. What would happen if I was talking to someone who was like a bot, like a, you know, one of these COVID, one of these people who is so terrified of COVID and so in favor of the vaccine and thinks we should get vaccine passports. What would happen if I called that person brainwashed? What do you think they would say? They would say, no, you're brainwashed. And my question, my follow-up question to that person would be, what do you think is more likely that most people are brainwashed and a few people aren't or that a few people are brainwashed and most people aren't, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially when you're bringing mainstream narratives into it, like what is mainstream? It's like popular. It's what most people accept as reality. So what do you think is more likely that they'd be utilizing brainwashing for the masses or you think they utilize brainwashing for this small minority group? What do you think is more likely that they'd want to brainwash 90 percent of the people or that they'd want to brainwash 10 percent of the people? I think this is a very important question. And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear someone try to defend that. I really would not on my podcast because I don't have guests. But I would love to see someone try to defend that. Well, well, no, no, because they, um, uh, because the ten percent of the people they be, um, they they be the brainwashed ones, cause that, uh, that would make me right. Yeah. See. See. I bet you feel pretty stupid right now, don't you? You anti-vaxxer. It's also not a vaccine. It is altering your DNA. I'm not kidding. I mean, that is also just a blatant lie. When they tell you that it's not altering your DNA. It is. That's what RNA does. Everyone learns this in like sixth grade. RNA is the blueprint for DNA. So when your body is like, making cells and creating the dna in the nucleus it creates the dna based off the rna blueprint so if you change the rna it has to change the dna it's not like the dna it's like wait a sec boys this one's from a vaccine so don't use that don't change the dna for that one thing that was injected to us because we are sentient beings now Apparently your DNA is a sentient being and it'll be like, nope, just continue as usual. All right, boys, pay no attention to that new RNA. Okay. Don't pay attention to that new blueprint, even though we're not sentient because we're DNA. DNA is not a sentient being. I just can't believe it, man. It's really sketchy, but I think that I don't think I'd say probably 90% of my listeners, right guys, are not going to get that vaccine. I just worry about you. I really don't want you to get it. It's very unsafe. And don't be like, oh, I'll wait one year and see. How no, never get it. Never get it ever. Okay? Don't get a flu shot and don't get that vaccine. And if you have children, think very hard about what vaccines you want to give them. Don't just give them all of them. Okay? Gardasil, for example. Very dangerous. Um, anyway... There's more to say, but I'm running out of time, and I'm going to have to cut this off. Um, What are we at right now? We're at 40 minutes. That's fine. Look, there's a lot more. There's a lot more to talk about. Maybe I'll get to one more thing here. How about this? You'll just love this uh, headline from the Los Angeles Times. California rushed to vaccinate poor people, but what about transgender people? Isn't that the most LA Times headline you've ever heard? California rushed to vaccinate poor people what do poor people have that's so great let's think about the real victims the trans people especially affluent trans people shouldn't they be getting the vaccine who gives a fuck about poor people when there's trans people to worry about they're the real victims who cares if a guy lives in a cardboard box I know a trans person he's got it way worse people make fun of him on the internet He lives in a five-bedroom house. California prides itself on distributing COVID-19 vaccines equitably. So why aren't we working harder to vaccinate transgender residents? Oh, my God. And it was Trans Day of Visibility the other day, which is when trans people can see really well. They don't even need binoculars. They can see really far. How about this one? This is a New York Times article. Here's the headline. How to keep your vaccine card safe. And I read through the article and they actually recommend that you keep it in your asshole. So they were saying, I mean, this is just, I don't know. It was an opinion piece. So it wasn't, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But the guy was saying, look, I mean, you want to keep this thing safe and you want to have it on you at all times. And what could be safer than your asshole? So I thought that that was actually pretty good advice um i think that look last thing oh yeah here's two more new york times here's the headline not getting the vaccine then you won't be seeing your grandkids so that's a good move use threats isn't that kind of fun hey guys you know this new vaccine yeah what about it it's really safe and effective Oh, wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, but we need to threaten people in order for them to take it. Oh, well, that that seems kind of weird. You know, if it's all safe and effective and stuff. Well, yeah, it's safe and effective. Well, then why are you threatening people? Because they're not getting the vaccine. It's safe and effective. I made a joke on stage the other day where I, I compared Big Pharma pushing this vaccine to like a guy trying to get a woman in a bar to drink something with a roofie in it like he drugged the drink he's like hey what's up you want this drink and she's like uh yeah yeah uh, okay w- what kind of drink is like oh it's a martini there's nothing i didn't do anything to it it's just a martini and she's like uh okay you what do you mean you didn't do anything to it he's like oh no no no. it's safe it's oh it's just a it's just a martini <laughs> it's, it's so listen come on it's just a, it's a martini safe and effective there's nothing wrong with it. I didn't do anything to it. I didn't put anything in it. And she's like, well, I'm not taking the drink. He's like, drink it, bitch. I'd safe and effective. I didn't do anything to it. That's what it seems like. That's what big Pharma's is like. Just take the vaccine. Just take the vaccine. It's safe and effective. And the public's like, is it really safe and effective? Like, yeah, it's safe and effective. And if you don't get it, you can't see your grandkids, bitch. So that's where we're at. And I think that's an amazing place to end it because I think that was a great little rant. I think this was overall a very positive, really well done, well thought out episode. I think that it had highs and lows, but mostly highs. And uh, 45, we kept it under 45 minutes. I mean, look, I usually like to get it to an hour, but I think that's arbitrary if you want to just get every episode to an hour. It's like, well, you know what? You end it when the you know you quit while you're ahead, okay? So thank you for listening. As always, I love you so much. And I hope you come back next time. Uh, Until then, Godspeed, folks.